and welcome to this week's podcast with Motor Connect and my name is Steve Corwood. Today we are going to be covering some money advice and how you can save some money when you're buying your used car. So um, obviously the country at the minute is struggling to, to recover from the pandemic um, in more areas than, than, than some, but um, many people are steering away from buying new cars and heading towards buying used cars. Not a bad thing for us over at Motor Connect, but I wanted to give you some uh, information and some tips on how you can save money when you're buying your next vehicle. And uh, most importantly, what sometimes people do forget is the running costs. So firstly, the biggest cost of motoring uh, predominantly is actually the depreciation of a new car. So when you buy a new car, um, you normally find that you can lose up to 40 to 50% of value up to year three. So um, you need to make sure when you're picking a used car that if it's two years old or younger, how much will the depreciation be? Now, we do stock some of them cars here at Motor Connect, um, but the majority of what we stock are sort of coming up to three years or older. And the reason we do that is that you're getting great value for money. And it tends to uh, be minimal in terms of what the depreciation is and it sort of levels itself out. So that's something that you need to consider when you're buying um, your next vehicle. Um, obviously, if you're in low emission zones in the country, another tip is to make sure that you're looking at hybrid or electric options. Also, you can look at a diesel option where um, diesel cars after 2015 don't receive the same penalties as they were before. So if you're in a low emission zone, make sure that you're picking the car in line with what requirements are needing to be met in your particular area. Um, okay, one of the biggest ones that people always make a mistake on is car insurance. One of the pieces of advice that we always give is never accept the first price. Um, if you're changing your car as well, what you need to bear in mind is if you come to pick your car up today and you want your insurance to change today, nine times out of 10, they will give you a, a more inflated figure than what if you were if you were actually asking for that price to be four or five days. That's because they know that you need the vehicle that day. The other thing that we always recommend you to do is to use a comparison site. So consider switching from your current insurance provider um, you don't always get the best deal by sticking with them, which in my mind makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Customer retention should be paramount for them. Um, but make sure that you use something like, I don't know, compare the market, go compare. There's plenty out there and they will give you um, back a, a really good price and it'll give you the option to switch your insurance company Um Alongside that, make sure you're putting the, the information in there, right? Like your, your mileage. Don't put an overinflated mileage in if you don't think you're going to do that, that that particular mileage. Put in what you realistically think that you're actually going to do per annum because it does make a difference. And also, you do have the option to put a spouse or a partner or somebody else on the insurance quote. If, if you get a quote with both, with or without, so with a spouse or a partner or whoever it may be on the insurance quote and then one on your own, sometimes it can bring the policy amount down quite considerably and it puts some cash back in the bank and makes it cheaper for motoring. And if then that, that individual does want to use it as well, obviously you're in for a benefit, in, in for the benefit that 
they can use it and they're insured. Um, servicing. Um, this is another thing that you need to um, make sure that you don't ignore. Um, it's actually probably going to cost you more money in the long run if you do ignore it and don't get your car serviced, oils, uh, oil filter, spark plugs, whatever's needed. If you don't do that, it's probably going to cost you more money in two respects. One, you could get a problem with the vehicle. Secondly, um, if if you come to dispose of your vehicle, part exchange or whatever else it may be, if it's got good service history, it's going to be worth more money. So make sure that you keep um, care of your vehicle and make sure that you service it. And it will save you money in the long term. And obviously, when you come to part exchange it in, that's a major one. Make sure that you do that. Okay, something that you could probably put in uh, with servicing to a degree is your tyres. Um, you need to make sure that you check your tyres regularly. Um, when you go for an MOT, if your tyres are too low, it ob obviously it will fail. Now, the legal limit is 1.6 mil. So if you go below 1.6 mil on the tyre, that's throughout the tyre at any point, depth point on the tyre, that means it's a fail. It also means it's a fine if you get pulled over by the police. So, you and it can result in points as well. So, you need to make sure that you check your tyres and you need to make sure that you get them changed when you need to. Um, if you get points and, and stuff like that off the back of it, then obviously your insurance is going to go up and that's going to cost you more money again. So, make sure that you do that. Make sure that the legal, there is tricks and a little little hack that you can do with a 20-piece coin. You can put it into the tyre depth. If it's showing on the outer side of it, then you, you should be fine. If not, you need to get it checked. But just check. Just give them a visual check. Give If you need to, just run them into a garage and get them checked over. You can get tyre depth monitors for as little as £5. Um, online and they just they just go straight in and it tells you the depth um, of the tyre. Um, the other thing is is fuel. Depending on what vehicle you use depends on what fuel you put in and that doesn't just necessarily mean petrol or diesel. It depends on what car you're running. So you need to make sure it is actually important in some respects what fuel you're actually putting in. Some people can say that supermarkets will save them money with uh points and cards and stuff like that but if you're in, running a car that needs to run on premium uh unleaded fuel so if you're running something that's a performance type vehicle and you put something uh, a lower grade fuel in it it's actually going to cost you money um it, it can also call, cause you problems because there's actually water within uh some of the fuel depending on the quality level of it so depending on what type of car you got can depend on what type of fuel you're putting in um, so whether you choose to use a supermarket fuel, most uh, run-of-the-mill vehicles are, are will be fine with supermarket fuel. You can actually um, get a better price at supermarket, but you can also get a card and you can save up and you can use that money towards other things other than fuel if you want to in the long run as well. So that's, you know, a little tip. There's two sides to that coin. One, if you've got a performance vehicle and it, or a certain vehicle of a certain grade, you need to make sure that you're using the correct fuel. If you've got something that's, um, you know, less fussy as a vehicle, something a bit more run-of-the-mill, um, it doesn't normally cause you that many problems um, to use supermarket fuel. And you can take the benefit of that by getting the card, topping it up and making sure that you get some points at the same time. However, you can do it with the other with a card and you can save points 
um, even if you're using premium fuel. Um, so when you come to sell your car, uh, you'll want the best price, obviously. And one thing will decrease. One thing is that obviously your car is going to decrease in value when you buy it. So unfortunately for us all, if we're buying a car, it's only going one way, unless you're buying a classic. Um, and some of them can go wrong at the same time. But um, some tips when you're driving your car. If you smoke in your car, it's going to stink. It's going to absolutely stink. We don't like it. Buyers don't like it. And it's a pain to try and get that smell to go away. Quite often, we never see it go away. Um, and it's really not something that people want when they're buying the car. And whether that's coming in part exchange to us or not, it's not something we will adjust the price because of it if there's bad odors we will adjust the price because it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of money for us to put into it to try and get that right so make sure that you look after it make sure that you clean it when you need to as well um, when you turn up to the dealership make sure your car looks presentable make sure it's not like um, you know you've been uh, for a supermarket shop and you've chucked all your bits and pieces and emptied the bags everywhere it does make a difference first appearances can make a difference to your part exchange value so, ultimately, there's a few tips for you. Hopefully, they can help some different areas along the way. But ultimately, if you do need any advice or information, make sure you contact the team at MotorConnect on 01606 539 359. And I hope that this brings some value to you. Thank you.